If you're listening to me right now, it's because of Anchor. And if you've never heard of Anchor before, here are a few things you should know. It's free. There are creation tools that will allow you to edit and record your podcast right from your phone and computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. Download the Anchor app now. Go to anchor.fm to get started. On Let's Talk About It, I want you to feel motivated, uplifted, and inspired. We'll be discussing relationships, friendships, self-love, and everything else that's not on the list. So grab your drink, let your hair down, do whatever you got to do to get comfortable, sit back, enjoy, and tune in every week for a new episode. Good afternoon. It's Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. One day closer to the weekend. I hope you guys have had a good week so far. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of Let's Talk About It. It's your girl, Nikki Nicole. And joining me today is Kendra Crump. Kendra is Atlanta's newest upcoming comedian, and I'm sure she'll bring plenty of laughs to the table. Kendra will be discussing her journey regarding comedy, oppositions, and adversities that she's faced, all by giving words of encouragement to anyone else who's in a similar field. So, what's going on, Kendra? Nice to have you. Hola, como esta, mi amiga? Okay. So, <laughs> You're like, that's, that's enough Spanish for me. <laughs> right. Like, I'm just going to keep right on going. <laughs> you know, actually, I'm going to tell you something. Spanish is something that I used to be 50% fluent in, but if you don't use it, you will lose it. But I know the curse word, so that's good enough for me, right? Yeah. That's that's with anything. If you don't use it, you damn sure going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Queen. Okay. No problem. So, Kendra, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, so uh, my name is Kendra Crump, uh, born and raised in the ATL. Okay, I've been here since I was zero. So you know how if you've been in a place for so long, you want to venture out and go somewhere else. Hopefully that somewhere else could be a rapper the game's house. Hey, bae, you're listening. (laughs) Please pick up my my call now, all right? I'm tired of shouting you out about this. But anyway, anyway, um, See, it's been here since, um, I, like I said, since I was born. Um, I am currently at Clark Atlanta University, CAU, okay. Okay. Uh, getting my bachelor's in. Yes, yes. Thank you for the applause. <laughs> thank you for the applause all across the world. Thank you. Uh, getting my bachelor's in um, mass communication. So one day I can be on television and radio. And look, I'm manifesting, y'all. So, so, so Miss Nikki Nicole. You know, she's like, oh, my goodness, I had her on my show. I personally I know, know this right. woman. Honey, you better you it. better tell people that you personally know me now, okay, or yes. else I'm going to come after you now. Speak it into existence, honey. So, yes, so, <laughs> yes. But I am this goofy, silly person, comedian, and, and you guys are going to realize, like, she's really funny. Like, I don't even be trying. I just... I just, I, this is just who I am. It's just and natural. Just just, just natural, yes, natural. Okay. So what sparked your interest in becoming a comedian? All right, so I went through like a series of unfortunate events, right? I went uh, trying to figure out what I really wanted to do in life. First thing I said, ooh, I want to be like a chef. Until I realized okay. too much math in this. Like, and I was failing math in school like every year, you know, damn near. You know, so then, <laughs> and I'm not lying. I, 
at least you're honest. I'm being honest. You know, I, I always used to get envious of children who were just very smart. Like, you know how there were some kids who were like in second grade reading on a sixth grade reading level? Mm-hmm. Well, honey, I was in second grade reading on a uh, pre-K level. Okay, I, oh, I just God. don't understand <laughs> what the disconnect was there. Okay, but I digress. <laughs> I digress. I hope my unborn children, you know, are in second grade reading on a on, on a senior and in yes. college level all right hallelujah all right back to the story so <laughs> i um after trying to be a chef i said no two can't do this then i wanted to be a basketball player until i realized i hate running like why every time this person misses a layup we all gotta run a mile make that person <laughs> run a mile <laughs> then i had wanted to be a um hairstylist until i okay. realized that you have to stand up on your feet all day you can catch carpal tunnel so what happens oh, if, what happens if you try to go home to masturbate you can't. So I said, let Girl. me just go ahead and find something that is, you know, very simple and I could just, it comes naturally. Like you still have to work, you know, no matter what skill or craft that, that and this is with anything, no matter what you do in life, you have to work on it and you have to perfect your uh, craft and, and, and skill and stuff. And I'm pretty sure, you know, right. with all of those different other business ventures I wanted to go into pretty sure I could have been the best but you know I was very lazy you know as well like I'm like man what you know you you gotta because I, I had a basketball goal 60% of my my like childhood growing up from um elementary to high school um I always had a basketball goal but I okay. wasn't trying to actually get up at the crack of dawn to try to shoot my, uh, practice my uh, dribbling and, and everything else. You know, I really wasn't focused on that. The only thing I was focused on once I made the high school was uh, trying to be popular and having a boyfriend for every day of the week. And honey, I failed at both. Okay, so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't so we gotta try either. something different. I'm like, you know, and, and so like I say, I, I, I didn't care about grades. Like I kept thinking, oh, well, I can just go ahead and, and, do basketball on the side and maybe somebody will spot me one day just playing pick up basketball i watched too much movie honey so i was like somebody can just <laughs> spot me one day playing some pick up basketball and then um i'll be able to just make it and my dreams will finally come true but you have to feel you fail to realize this is what i realized i grew up playing street ball i didn't play fundamental basketball until my senior year of high school and I'm like what in the world what is this why do I have to why do we practice ended an hour ago right. <laughs> like this is just too easy why are we doing it's, it this I way? just I really I hated honestly doing all of that work you know so what I realized is is that you no matter like I said going back to it no matter what you want to do in life you really have to work on your craft. Like you can do anything. Like the Reverend Bishop uh, DJ from Hustle and Flow, he once said, everybody's got a dream. And he said that at the end of the movie when he was walking out of that jail or walking to another jail. So I don't know where he was going to. I'm trying to figure out where he went to because that's when the movie, you know, it cut. But all I'm just saying is, is that (laughs) everybody has a dream. And it's funny how as a child, a lot of us, you know, want to be something like okay I wanted to be a rapper as well tell me why over the weekend I went to go live out my rap dreams and I got in the booth right Okay, honey I was out of breath 
trying to flow. Yeah, because some of them be going fast as I don't know what. It's like, okay, are you going to take a break? My chest was hurting. I said, how do you guys do this? <laughs> like, did you, like, let me, may, may I ask you something? What was something that you wanted to do? Like, what were some dreams that you had in mind that you said, you know what? I want to try that. And you tried going towards that and you got probably a little deterred in a sense. Girl, I, I don't consider it a lie because as I said about your dream, I'm going to speak it into existence and one day it will happen. Mm-hmm. But I will say I've been telling this that I'm going to write a book and I've been telling this for ever. And I don't know about you, but for me, it's more of focusing. Like, I don't want to claim anything, but I'm thinking, well, damn, do I have ADHD or what? Because I just cannot focus to get this thing done Mm -hmm. to save my life. And it's something that I've always wanted to do. But there's been more than that. Like writing a book is, it's hard. People don't think it is. It is hard. Like, for example, I can't say to you, well, Kendra, oh, I just laughed so hard. That sounds so boring. <laughs> so I need to say to you, well, Kendra, I laughed so hard, girl, where tears came out of my eyes. You know, you think about how descriptive you That's very to be, true. And a you good try book. to improve yourself. Right. You want the reader to not just read it, but you want them to feel it. So after mm-hmm. a while, I'm like, you know what? Forget this. And I would put it down for a while and then I would come back to it. Then I would put it down again and I would come back to it. And needless to say, here it is, 2020. And I still don't have that book yet. But I plan on getting there one day. And there's something else that I um always thought about doing was having like my own t-shirt line. And you know, nowadays they have so many different uh what's the word I'm looking for? So many utensils that you can mm-hmm. use. Like you can do, I call it the old-fashioned way, but Avery was a program that I use mm-hmm. to make shirts. Well, after a while, they got boring because you have to change the colors to match the shirt. You have to cut the letters out one by one. You have to line them up on the shirt. Oh, huh. right oh I just look. I just dropped <laughs> out. I just dropped out t-shirt class. Yeah, I'm done. This is another thing that's off the list. But mm-hmm. then, you know, they had the cricket, and I'm like, okay, maybe if I do it this way, this would be much easier. And once you learn the techniques of the cricket. It is. I will say it's very much easier, but you have to learn it. There's so many different things you can do with that cricket from making shirts to making mugs and glasses, designing pillows, you know, putting monograms on things. So because there's so many different things to do, again, if you're not focused, you're still easily to be confused. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. for me, that's been a lot of things that I've started. And I'm like, you know what? Forget it. And I'll try it again another time. Well, do you have people to actually accountability partners to keep you, know you going? What? To a certain point. And that, that's, a, that's a good question because I think with a lot of us, that's what we need. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those women, I consider myself a strong woman where I'm like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. I got it. And then at the end of the day, it's like, you do need somebody. Because even if you can focus and get the job done, you need that person to say, hey, did you get this done? Or if you know exactly what you want to do, but then you get distracted because the phone rings or because something is on TV, you don't spend all day doing nothing when you could have had seven or eight tasks done. You mm-hmm. know, so yeah, I feel like um to a certain point, I have it verbally, you know, talking with someone and someone giving me ideas and saying, hey girl, what you think about this? But as far as having that person right there in the house on me like we're in high school no (laughs) I don't feel like I have it (laughs) hey and I was gonna say this as well 
it takes the right person to see that vision within you and to keep yeah. up with you. I think everybody, and, and, and this is a shout out to anybody who's listening to this, because I feel like 20,000 listeners before this year is over, they're going to find this episode some way, somehow. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and like, I'm manifesting this. All right. Knock on wood for me, somebody. Anyway, <laughs> but you have to, you have to have an accountability partner. There's going to be somebody out there to help you, to get you to where, you know, and stay on you now. Right. As long as right. you're w- w- like ready for that challenge. Yeah. And that goes for both of us. Cause like you said, if you have someone to, Let's just say we're into podcasting. We're into making our dreams come true. Mm-hmm. That may not be their dream. So they may not put the effort into it that we need. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you're not on the same page, it's kind of pointless. Like for you, you're into comedy. So I need to call you every day. Hey, did you write your skit today? How did your performance go? Did you book anything for this week? You know, you need that person. But if you have someone who's just popping in, every other week hey Kendra how'd it go that, that's not really pushing you you know that's true that's very true I, but I think for me it's just it's a level of how much I want to be pushed I think that's why you write down what you want hey how often do you want me to right. contact you you might right. you might be an everyday person but I'm more of a weekly bi-weekly person you know kind of like I'm therapy different. I like to go hard Mm-hmm. I like to go home. Mm-hmm. If I tell you, hey, Kendra, we're going to partner up. I want you to call me every day at 12 o'clock. I need you to say, hey, Nicole, what have you done for today? What your goal is for today? What did you accomplish today? And you're like, okay, cool. Then tomorrow, Nicole, did you do what you said you were going to do? You know, so that, like you said, I think it's just whatever that person wants. But me personally, I like to go hard. I really go do. home so and go hard. Day, uh-huh. Every other day, I, I need that accountability person. Okay, and 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 that definitely, um, you definitely will. And it, listen, if anybody's out there who's a close friend or wants to be, you know, <laughs> Nicole's friend, you know, <laughs> to help her with this, please, guys. All right, speak now or forever hold your peace. But please don't hold your peace. All right, I need y'all to speak now. Hit her DM right. and say, look, sis. I'm with you. you. I'm on this book journey with you. Let's motivate each other. That's what we you need. Do this together. That's, That's it. That is it. Right. I rest my case. <laughs> so, Miss Kendra, yes. so how long have you actually been really giving this your best input? Like, I know you said that, you know, you thought about other things and then you'd be like, okay, I want something that comes natural. Mm-hmm. Like, when you decided this is it, when was that moment? Like, what did you feel in that moment? When did you feel like nothing else matters? I'm going to become Atlanta's newest comedian. When was that moment for you? That moment for me was I transported, I started off like on Snapchat because I've been having people tell me since I was middle school, Kendra, you're hilarious. People okay. who I haven't spoken to in years, I reconnect with them, find them on social media say yeah I remember you you were you you made me laugh all the time in math class you even you know we actually got an A I'm like how did I get you an A in math like honey I'm just, <laughs> right. you sure you're talking to the right person but I would mm-hmm. um, always have people tell me as uh, you know high school like you need your own TV show you always make me laugh oh here here's a fun fact so you you know how you have senior superlatives um, best dress 
most likely to you know succeed best sense of humor honey i didn't win best sense of humor it went to really? an unfunny mofo okay this girl oh, wow. both of these people weren't even funny to be honest with you, I, that's so something you else. Felt some kind of way, like I did. I really did because I had everybody cracking up. You know, from people upperclassmen to underclassmen. You know, you got a real talent. If you can make children laugh who are like ten years younger than you, come on now. Anyway, okay. anyway, anyway. You know, it's, it's okay. I'm not salty about it. You know, I, y'all just won't see me at the class reunion. How about that? Huh? I'm just playing. <laughs> um, but no, it actually went. This is something else I realized. It was. It's a popularity contest. Like I was well known in high school, but I wasn't popular. And on top of that, people were always um, asking, "Hey, vote for me. Vote for me. Vote for me." You know. So I, I didn't. I wasn't really there my senior year of school. I did uh, open campus, which is the online version of school. So I was trying okay. to make my rounds there as well. But it was a couple guys I had a crush on, but they liked the school's good time, girl. I'm like, why do I keep losing the hoes? This is unfair. Anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> but I did start with Snapchat. 2016 was when I jumped on the Snapchat uh, train started talking on snapchat people were like well kendra this is you know funny but like can you talk about something else besides like the birds and the bees because at the time I my mind was on little kim's hardcore album a couple songs maybe about five six songs off that album that i was just like yeah yeah i'm I'm definitely gonna be talking like this i mean you know sex is funny but Right. A good comedian is versatile. So what I started right. doing, you can talk about anything. Yeah, 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 most definitely. And then a good comedian is somebody who can be funny without using profanity. Right. A lot of people don't think about that as well. So I started studying right. after other comedians, right? And I had realized you can talk about anything, almost anything. This generation, the world that we live in now is so freaking sensitive. So sensitive. You can get canceled for anything, and then you got to go ahead and make up an apology. And Uh I do not feel like that's necessary. Like, I'll tell you guys a joke that I got canceled, partly canceled for um, on Facebook one day. And Uh guys, again, this 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 is the joke I made. So listen, if you have dark humor... Hey, you'll like this joke. If you don't really care for the joke, hey, don't send no, throw no rotten tomatoes in my DMs because I will find you and I'm a molly whop you in real life. I'm about that action. Back to what I was okay. saying. <laughs> so here was the joke. The joke was transgender women aren't women. Let's call them X-Men. So that was a okay. joke. Right. Here, come, here comes the LGBT LMNO community. What are you talking about? They are women bullying me, cyber bullying me online and it's a joke so it's quite sure that they were offended some people are part of the community you know they were saying kendra that joke was hilarious other people who weren't a part of the community were just arguing yelling at me i was my response i was going to say to them was what bathroom you want me to meet you at because <laughs> right like we can go left or right it don't matter to me <laughs> you're not gonna sit here and bully me on, on my p- page i remember months prior to that and that was that was a year and some change back i made that uh post i remember okay. uh a months prior to that post i said skinny women dating a skinny woman's all fun and games until you hit 90 on the free on the freeway and they fly out the window like a paper napkin Oh, Here comes one one skinny friend, not even a friend. I've known her 
since middle school, but she literally was not all the way there, has never been there, to be honest with you. She writes me back saying, Kendra, take this post down. This is not funny. I said, (laughs) everybody thinks it's funny except you. Welcome to the internet. Your first day on here, isn't it? Right? She says everybody was clowning her. She says, fine, whatever. You're blocked. Who actually tells people that they're blocked and then blocks them? Just block the person. Right. Don't even tell me. Just do it and I, I probably won't even notice it. Like, who gives a freak about that? So, her husband decides to jump in my DMs and write a whole message, a thesis statement on... No, first he writes a thesis statement on my post. And then he jumps in my DMs. And I, the thesis statement, I told him, I said, look, you just really wasted your time because I'm not reading any of that BS. How are you arguing with the female for a female, right? Right, right. So he didn't have... Go ahead, go ahead. And then you're arguing with me about me trying to perfect my craft. Like, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. This is what I want to do. So for you to be offended, that's just kind of, you know, like, don't even watch me or listen, if that makes any sense. Child, these people just like to, they just like, they have none else better to do, and they really just look at it like, let me just go ahead and see whose day I can, you know, who I can bother today. So he he sends me a, a DM after he realizes that he's literally getting clowned on my post and he said you know you you all were childhood friends and how dare you sit here and allow this friendship to tarnish all because of this joke that you should have taken off and I said to him I said bro your wife is mentally unstable and the fact that you ended up marrying her says a lot about your character (laughs) okay I don't remember what else I said but I read him to to the field guys I'm nice nasty all right I read him and he ain't said nothing back I think he sent me a message later on, but it was about something else. I think he was trying to get back in my good graces. Uh, bro, Ham, I already forgave you. I don't really have nothing to say, but what you, like I said, what you, I'm the type of person, I'm not scary like a lot of people online. So right. if you feeling froggy, you can get leaped and get slapped. Okay. Back to what I was saying. Man, look, you making Dynasty come out my alter ego. I know, like a whole other person. <laughs> here. Come back, come back, come back, Kendra. <laughs> I'm here, I'm here. I had to tell Dynasty to go back and go somewhere. Come but, back, but, oh, but like I said, with that being said, people online have a lot of, of balls and they try to make you feel less than and they want to try to bully you and they want to try to make, you know, basically send you to a, a verge of suicide all because of something that you said and to me it wasn't like this you know when you were growing up when you were a child I think now the world is just so judgmental like regardless of what it is I really believe regardless of what it is the people now are so judgmental mm-hmm. in everything that someone else does and then sometimes especially church folk it's like the sin thing that's one thing that gets to me because you mentioned you know about gays and transsexuals and whatever mm-hmm. it's like oh well they can't come to this church or they can't come to this house but back in the day granny was having 17 kids what's the difference and granny probably had a girlfriend on the side she was tired of some 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 vitamin d she wanted to try a little vitamin c honey he wanted something different exactly so it's like a sin is a sin but they don't fail to realize that and not nothing no shade toward church folks but they are like number one of course they are to do it you know but in 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 general i think everyone is just so judgmental these days and then they find certain ways to justify 
some things when in all actuality no it, it really is the same a sin is a sin a joke is a joke but it's like okay well this one is okay because she said it or or that one is okay because he said it but now because Kendra said it it's such a problem you know so and they take my niceness uh kindness for weakness they think okay because i'm nice i'm not gonna do nothing and one thing i realized a long time ago is i don't fight with the internet even when the transgender joke i created online even when that sparked uh you know like this was the watts riot of 1965 let me tell you what 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 ended up happening after i posted that joke People started <laughs> arguing with each other about things that happened from back in the day. I said, man, like, I done started a whole revolution. Like, it was freaking crazy. People right. literally were just going off on each other about things that they said. And, like, that's why you ain't, you never came back to my house again. Like, it was freaking crazy. You know, yeah. so. You like, have to be careful with the internet. I, you do, you do have to be careful mind. with the internet. Uh, yeah. Was there? Let me ask you this: Was there ever a time for you where you caught yourself arguing with somebody on the internet, or almost yes. met up with somebody on the internet, off the internet, because they were talking reckless? Yes, and not only that, they take one thing and they switch it or put in whatever they want to believe. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I had a friend who, you know, she was busy all the time. Like you can't, you got to give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. She was capable of a lot of things, and you know how. If you text your friend and you're like, hey, girl, call me back, you know, whenever. And they'll say something to the nature of, oh, I'm busy. Give me an hour or two. But then an hour or two, they haven't called you back. And you see they're on social media, Uh Uh you know. So I I was jokingly saying, oh, I see you have time to get on the Internet, but you didn't call me back. You know, something to that nature. I can't remember word for word. And her sister chimed in and was like, well, my sister's busy and my sister's got a lot of stuff going on. Ain't got that much stuff going on. You online, on on social media, trying trying to say. Even, even, even if you do have all of that going on, I'm joking, number one. But number two, why can't she tell me this? Why are you telling me? Like, she can tell me. Because because she because she knows that that you gonna open up that can of whoop on her. She know what time yeah. it is with you. I, you know, let me ask you so Did you ever get into? Have you been like growing up? Did you get into a lot of fights, or you were like, or you only you got into a couple of fights, or you have never what, been in a fight? What, I mean, have you picked up something from my personality? Well, it sounds like you know me. <laughs> <laughs> I um, let me just say this: I never started anything, but I did not mind fights. I was not the person to be like, oh, I'm going to go to the lunchroom and I'm going to bust her in her head. No, like you can be mad and you can say whatever. But once you came to me, oh, yeah, we got a problem. Mm-hmm. You're going to start it, but I'm going to finish it. So, yeah, I was kind of like nice, nasty. I didn't really start nothing, but I didn't take anything. Got so, you. Yeah, when, when, did you. Was there a time for you where you had to finally say, you know what? I don't care what they got to say. I'm not going to fight. Or did it? Did you... Like, what made you say, okay, I'm not fighting anymore? Was it because charges got serious or you just felt like it wasn't worth it or what? Uh, are you I, When you say fighting, are you talking about physical? Yeah, physical like, fighting. You know, I, I haven't got to that point. Oh, okay. That's what I was talking about. I was thinking I that you opened that up point. a can of whoop on, you know, some bullies or whomever tried Yeah, you. I haven't got to that point. Like, like now, okay, 
telling my age, 36, compared to that 16-year-old, yeah, I look at things different. And again, because you got a lot to lose now as an adult, Mm -hmm. again, I'm not going to start anything, but I've never been the one to just let you say whatever or do whatever. Like, even if you say something to me and I feel like it's inappropriate or if I'm offended, I will approach you, but I'm still not going to put my hands on you. But if you put your hands on me, then it's we got game to- on. Yeah. So of I'm course. not going to start it, but now you still can't get away with it. No. And that's, and that's real. That's, that's reasonable. You know, I, you would think that people will stop fighting after a certain point, but there's some people out there who just, yeah, they I've don't never really care. Been a fighter. I've never been a fighter and I don't consider myself, you know, no gangster or no thug either, but I can't say that someone could actually put their hands on me and I would not mm-hmm. defend myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I choose to just hash it out with words. You cuss me out, I cuss you out, and it is what it That's is. That's it. If you put your hands on me, then I'm I'm sorry. If this is going to be my reaction, then we're going to have a problem. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, back to you. When When did you, or have you, actually had your first performance like you know in front of a crowd Mm -hmm. with becoming a comedian how did you feel were you nervous like tell me about that well I've never all right so I'm I'm a little I'm a little ghetto okay I've never actually done you know welcome to the stage we got the H&IC because I am the head nigga in charge all right we got the H&IC Kendra (laughs) coming you know I've, I've never done the actual stand up like that I'll just go to the hood you know some okay. to a hood near you but that's good that's how it starts you know and that's, that's where I most feel comfortable not actually in a crowd full of people cause here, this is how I am I don't know how to finish it off with if I say hey where are all my single ladies in the house and people are like woo mm-hmm. I don't know how to you know what to say after that so I just <laughs> for me personally I just start talking I'll you know shoot the breeze I'll probably pull up to a house little a small little house party even before COVID I don't like even before COVID I've never liked really big venues of parties because all that body heat then then people are too close I just you know just don't like to be crowded I don't like all you know really crowded I've never liked that so with that being said had my very first performance, how'd I feel? Uh, it was cool. It felt liberating in a sense. It, it was it was dope. I wasn't as nervous. Now, there have been times where I have been in doing presentations in front of class. And, you know, even though I know what I'm about to talk about, I still get nervous. Even though everybody knows who I am, people looking at me, I'll feel my hands all clammy and whatnot. So... I'm working on that. I'm working on that. And I know I probably have to really perfect that so I could be out there selling out Madison Square Garden. Or how about this? I could probably sell out Madison Square Garden. Y'all can just all be at home watching me. There we go. (laughs) Don't come. Don't show up. up. I need y'all to be at home on Zoom. Like, like, you know, watching me. Like some of these uh, ministries are. They don't act. You can't actually go inside of the the, right. the the dome anymore. You just stay at home and watch online. Right. We're gonna have Kendra Crump live. Mm-hmm. That's it, honey. <laughs> That's it. So, with that being said, you have seems like you you know you're really into this and you enjoy it. Even though you know you say yourself that you have some things that you still want to work on. 
Um, what advice would you give to someone who's still on the same journey? My advice is number one, and I know this might be sound silly or whatever, but it's honestly the truth, people. Do not slut yourself out trying to make it. What does that mean? We don't need to have a bunch of random, you know, ding-dongs in your mouth and your booty hole just so you can make it. All right? Because what's going to happen is you're going to just wake up one day and you're going to be haunted by all the kids that you done swallowed. Oh, God. That's in somebody's (laughs) uh, toilet and sewer system. You one day... You're going to go to the doctor probably for a rectal exam. And they'd be like, excuse me, uh, man, why, why, why is your booty hole so wide? This is, this is the widest I've ever seen. It's like outer space. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> because what I realized is a lot of us want instant gratification. And sometimes we sell ourselves short. But what I realized is good things come to those who wait. I love, I, I'm, I'm really big on the Bible. I'm really big on praying, you know, talking to God, reading the word. And one thing I realized is a lot of stuff, the different stories that are in the Bible, it you can relate to. It's still present to this, still relatable to this day, relevant to this right. day. Right. For example, Ad, uh, Abraham and Sarah, because... They God gave them the promise. Guys, again, everybody has a dream. God has given you a dream, but you have to wait and be patient and have faith. It's going to come to pass. Okay? Now, the dream he had given Abraham, Sarah, and Sarah was like, hey, you're going to have your promised child. Just be, have faith that it's going to come. They felt like God was taking too long. So what did he say? She, Sarah was like, go, go be with my, with the maid, have a child by her. This could probably be our promised child. And that caused a, bu- a bunch of mess, unnecessary okay. mess. Like, so how many of you all, everybody's done this. How many people or has done something and probably recently has done something where they're like, man, I really could have waited, mm-hmm. you know? And but you know, go ahead. that's what I was going to ask you. Like, you do you okay you know how you've tried a couple of things and you're like okay this ain't it and it may not be it for that moment Mm -hmm. but who's to say in 10 or 20 years you might not circle back around to being that chef that you wanted to be years ago Mm -hmm. you know but do you really think that people understand that you have some people who rush it and they don't wait on god but i truly believe there are some people who don't know what they want to do like if you're if you're that person that works that nine to five there's nothing wrong with that absolutely nothing Mm -hmm. but i do believe deep down that we all have some talent other than just going to work for somebody else someday you know whether it's cooking sewing podcasting making shirts writing a book i believe we all have our own individual craft but I think that some people don't dig deep within their inner selves to even know what that is. And what made me say that, there was a conversation with someone 
And, you know, we all were on the same page. Oh, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to sell jewelry. Oh, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to make T-shirts. And this particular female was like, well, well, what's something that I can do? And we were all like, what do you mean? And she was like, well, I want to do something. Like, there, there's a difference in you wanting to do something, but you have to find what you enjoy. I really don't believe she knew what was inside her. I believe mm-hmm. that she just wanted to do something because everyone else wanted to do something. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do think there's some people that don't believe in their dreams like we do. You know what? You made a very great point. Um And I just, I really feel like that's what you need to have people in your corner to continue to help you out. And pull it out of you. Pull it out of you. Guys, I promise you, there's a lot of evil people in this world. It's a lot of corruption in this world that makes you not believe that there aren't good people. And there are some good people out there. You know, Behind, this is something my youth pastor told me once upon a time when I was in high school. He said, behind every no, there is a yes. Uh And I want you guys to remember that. It's going to be a lot of people who are going to give you uh, the runaround. It's going to be a lot of people who aren't going to see that same uh, dream. A lot of those people who ain't going to see that same dream are your friends, in quotation marks, and your family. My Uh sister, I was 12 years old, right? My sister said, hey, what do you what do you want to be when you grow up? Now, my, my sister, you know, she's 15 years older than me. Parents had me in their 40s. I think they were listening to Ron Isley's Between the Sheets. I don't know how the hell I got here, honey. But anyway, <laughs> so with all that being said, with all that being said, um, I remember I was 12 years old. Sister's like, hey, what do you want to be, you know, when you grow up? I started listening out different things. And she said, I said, oh, I want to be a comedian. That was one of the things I listed out. You ain't funny. How the hell are you going to tell a 12-year-old that? Like, how dare you, sis? Right. So, sis, if you're listening to this, how dare you? So, I haven't forgot what you said to me many years back. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, she kind of just crushed her dream. But it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, having that person to hold you accountable. Like, sometimes you have to put deep thought and attention on who you choose to hold you accountable because everyone does not have your best interest at heart. No shade towards your sister, whether it's your sister, your family or not. You have people that are like that. You could be like, oh girl, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a comedian. I'm going to have my show one day and you are dead serious. Like I'm at, I'm 12 years old and by the time I'm 24, this is going to be me. I'm not thinking about nothing else. Mm-hmm. And you have that person to crush your dream and you're just like, oh my God. So I don't think that people think about it though. I really don't think that people think before they speak. Because my thing is, if I'm not into it, it still doesn't mean that I can't help and support you. Mm-hmm. But people don't think that. Oh no, you're not funny. And that's the end of it. Whereas to me, if a 12 year old were to say, oh, I'm going to become a comedian, then I would be like, okay, well tell me a joke. You know, because again, even though I'm not into it, I'm not going to crush your dream. I'm going to build you up as much as I can. So again, when you start to talk to people or have people, you know, in different conversations, especially stuff that you are very sensitive about, I think it pays attention to know where those people heads are too. It it takes a difference to know I'm not into it. 
and girl, you just ain't funny type of person, or you know what, I'm really not into it, but what can I do to help you achieve your dream type of That person? too. And I was I was gonna say not everybody's gonna like what you guys got going on. Doesn't matter what your what skill you have, but what I realize is if you have more people telling you that you're talented than people that you that aren't telling you, then go for the dream. But if 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 ninety nine percent of people have told you don't quit your day job. You can't rap. Listen to what they're trying to tell you, people. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Just, that's how I look at it. But you still do what you want. But that's how I look at it. That's how I yeah. look at it. Yeah, you just kind of got to weigh your options. Because sometimes we do, you know, we go a little past reality. We don't want to accept what is. But then, like you said, sometimes if you got those naysayers, sometimes they can get in the way of a good thing, too. So mm-hmm. it's just all about balance. But anyway, Miss Kendra, can you give us your information? How can we find you? Are you on Instagram? Are you on Facebook? Well, I was going to give you guys my Facebook information, but uh, apparently some some of you random people, I don't know how in the hey you guys be finding me. Uh, y- y'all stop it, okay? Because I don't even care if we have two friends, you know, that are mutual. I would decline each time, okay? If I don't know you, I don't know you. But let me go ahead and give you my Instagram. All right. Instagram is uh, Idolized Dynasty. So that is I as an igloo, D as in David, O as in Oscar, L as in Larry, I as an igloo, I D O L I. You know how sometimes you be forgetting to spell it. Z <laughs> as in zebra, E as in echo, D as in David, Y as in young, N as in Nancy, A as in apple, S as in Sam, T as in Tom, Y as in young. So I D O L I Z E D Y N A S T Y. Uh, YouTube. Right now, I got 1.18k subscribers. Listen, okay. My YouTube be popping. Okay, I post little skits. I post my podcast on there. Whenever I'll do my interviews with different celebrities, or you know, from the A list to the F list. Okay. Um, but right now, I haven't got an A lister as of yet. Sorry to anybody <laughs> out there who I've interviewed and you think that you were A lister, you're not. Uh, back to what I was saying. Okay, come back, come back, come back. <laughs> no, no, you guys are. We're we're all stars in our own mind. All right. So, Instagram. This is what you do, people. YouTube.com. You click the search bar because you know you gotta tell people this. A lot, of, a lot of these folks that, that be that be listening, high. they're not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary. So you actually have to walk them through everything. Okay. Yeah, they don't know how to find it. <laughs> Go to uh, search bar. Type click. Kendra Crump. K Y. As in Young, N as in Nancy, D as in David, R as in Rump, because I got a fat one, okay? A as in Apple, (laughs) Space people, Space, Crump, C as in Cat, R as in Robert, U as in Under, M as in Mary, P as in Paul. So K-Y-N-D-R-A, Space, C-R-U-M-P, 1.8K subscribers. By the time this airs, I need y'all to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a pigeon. Okay, so that pigeon can fly off and deliver the word to somebody, doggone it. That that y'all need to subscribe to my channel. And if you don't, I hope you catch a Charlie horse. All right. That's okay. all I have to say about that. All right. <laughs> well, y'all make sure you follow her. And that's our time for today. Thanks for tuning in and join us again next week.